welcome to another episode of Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Miley. And I'm Billy. Just kidding. My name's Bill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so excited for this episode. It's very interesting. It The case technically happened in New York, but there are a lot of ties to Pennsylvania, so so there's no confusion. I'll just go ahead and say that this is our Pennsylvania episode of the season. Yes. So... Dorothy Harriet Camille Arnold was born on July 1st, 1885 in New York, New York. She was the daughter of a wealthy businessman. Did Francis, you say 1985? 1885. 18. Did I? I might have said 19. Okay. 1885. Okay. I was like, wait, didn't this case take place like back in the day? Yeah, it did. Okay. 1800s. Late okay. 1800s. So her father was Francis R. Arnold, who's a direct descendant of a passenger on the Mayflower. Oh, wow. So these people are super white. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> His sister also married a Supreme Court justice. So the family all around was pretty well known and prestigious. Yeah. Many would even consider Dorothy an heiress. She graduated from Bryn Mawr College in Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania, where she studied literature and language. She was seen as an attractive, young, and studious girl with chestnut brown hair and gray-blue eyes. Oh, she sounds cool. She does. She lived with her parents in New York and was an aspiring writer. Oh, I think I would be friends with this. I know. I would love to be friends with her. Her name's Dorothy. What a cute little name. I know. It is. On December 12th, 1920, Dorothy decided to go shopping for a dress for her sister Marjorie's coming out party or debutante ball. Oh, okay. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, uh, <laughs> I was confused. I was like, when I saw that, I was also very confused. And I was like, was that co- common back then? And then I Googled it. It's also known as a debutante ball. Okay, I know what that is because I've didn't. watched Gossip Girl, and they. Have- I also <laughs> watched Gossip Girl, but I don't think I knew what it was. They have like, um, I think it's Gossip Girl where they have them all dressed in like the white dresses, and it's like introducing them to society. Yeah, exactly. Like That's- a stepping out. Yes. Yeah. It is. It literally is introducing women into society and signals that she is uh, available for engagement. Exactly like. Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Yes. (laughs) Love Bridgerton. 10 out of 10 recommend. Dorothy told her mother what she was doing and her mother offered to go with her, but Dorothy declined because probably because her mother was ill and she didn't want to inconvenience her. Oh yeah. And it's December in New York. Also true. Cold. Yes. Real cold. Very. Yeah. Dorothy left her home wearing an outfit that would easily distinguish her from others as a member of the upper class. She made her first stop at Park in Tilford, buying a box of chocolates, charging it to her family's account. She then went to Brentano's bookstore, where she picked up a book called An Engaged Girl's Sketches by Emily Calvin Blake, and also charged it to her family's account. What kind of book is that? Uh, it was, oh man. Is it for her sister? Probably. Oh yeah, it might've been. Yeah. Oh man. I would think. I looked up what it was about. Actually, wait, wait, wait. I'm pretty sure it is a book with short stories about love, maybe? Like short 
like a I mean, a, a novel like novellas i think so because okay. it's very well known now because it was the last her last book yeah oh god <laughs> what would sorry my, spoiler alert <laughs> what would my last book purchase be <laughs> Ooh, that's a scary thought i'm gonna think What's about the that last book that i bought um mm. i buy so many oh it would be the box in the woods which is about a murder <laughs> that happened in the seventies, and then a then a like a teenage detective just like tries to solve it. Oh God! Mine was people we meet on vacation. Yeah, Emily Henry. Shout out! Shout out! <laughs> shout out to Emily Henry. Yeah, we. I love, love her. that woman. Yeah, it's a good book. She's coming out with a new book. It's called Book Lovers. It comes out <laughs> May third of next year. You should pre-order it. <laughs> Amazon. We're also not sponsored <laughs> by Emily Henry, no, by the way. <laughs> Just big fans. <laughs> we're not. Actually, don't pre-order on Amazon. Pre-order at your local bookstore. Jeffrey Bezos is a monster. <laughs> Obviously, it's we're not happening. sponsored by Amazon. Yeah, either. probably won't be anytime soon <laughs> either. So when uh, she stepped out of the bookstore around two o'clock, she saw her friend Gladys King. They chatted for a few minutes with there not seeming to be anything wrong with Dorothy. They said yeah. goodbye and Dorothy walked away. Never to, never to be seen or heard from ever again. I would think that the girl did it. She's the last one who saw her. Yeah, so but she's also a young small woman. Yeah. Yeah. A, a young girl. Yeah, it so would be unlikely. hard for, like, it would be hard for you to kidnap me or for me to kidnap you. Exactly. Yeah. So it's not, not really very like, likely possible. I mean, <laughs> unless she had some help. Yeah. Her family became worried when she didn't come home for dinner because it was very unlike her not to let her family know where she was or for her to stay out very late. She seems like a really good person. Yeah. She yes. reminds me a lot of um, the other girl that went missing who we talked about. The church girl. <laughs> I don't even remember her name. Cindy. Yes, yeah, Cindy Anderson. Yeah. Yeah, she does. She sounds more cool to hang out with. Oh. But <laughs> Cindy just spent most of her time at church, so she probably couldn't hang out much anyways. Yeah, the True. <laughs> Church of the Law Office. Also, listen to that episode. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Cindy. So the family called her friends to ask if she was with them, and they all said that they hadn't seen or talked to her. The family also supposedly told her friends not to mention the phone call that they received, which was a little odd. That's, after midnight. That is weird. Yeah. After midnight, Dorothy's friend, Elsie Henry, called her house asking if she was found. Elsie is such a cute I know. All these people have such cute little names. Dorothy's mother replied that she was there, but when asked if Henry could speak to Dorothy, her mother said that she had gone to bed with a headache. Why would she lie? That's a good question. Very good question. This is getting creepy. I know. This is why I'm so excited for this episode. Why would she lie? Why would she tell them? In my brain, where did she think that was going to go? I mean, I know that I know that you'll tell me how this ends. But in my brain, I'm trying to like solve it before you yeah. can tell me. And I'm like, why wouldn't they tell all their friends to be like, keep an eye out for her? Mm -hmm. Why would they tell them to ignore, like not talk about the phone call? Why would they lie about her actually being home when they knew that she wasn't? 
It could also, honestly, it sounds kind of dumb, but be wishful thinking because they were such a prestigious family and everybody talked about them, so they didn't want to make it a big mm-hmm. deal, especially if she was just going to so like, come back. So it honestly sounds a lot like Bridgerton. Yeah. The next morning, the family contacted John S. Keith, a lawyer and friend of the family, for help. Fast. Normally, they don't file a missing persons report until 24 hours. Yeah, but... Again, it's a really prestigious family, and And this was very uncharacteristic of her. Keith inspected Dorothy's bedroom, but did not find anything missing or out of place. There were letters with foreign postage in her desk and papers or brochures for ships sailing across the Atlantic. He also found the remains of burnt papers in the fireplace, but there was no way to tell what they were. Keith was more than willing to help the family, likely because Francis Arnold was wealthy and held power in a successful company and so could become a future client for the law firm. He not only offered an extensive search, but even conducted the search completely himself. Nobody else helped him. I think I would want help. I would want more eyes on it than just one set. Yeah. But he checked countless hospitals, jails, and morgues in multiple areas, but with no luck. He then suggested that the family contact the Pinkerton Detective Agency, which was evidently pretty well-known. freaking cool. Yeah, it really does. It makes me think of Pepperwood from The New Girl. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Julius Pepperwood. Yeah. That's the only detective I'd want on the case. (laughs) Just kidding. I would not want Julius Pepperwood on the case. The detective agency sent information to police departments, but still had no leads. Police were officially contacted six weeks after Dorothy's disappearance. (laughs) No, no, no. Okay, listen. If you've heard this podcast before, you know that we're not like completely believe that police are all that great or whatever sometimes they don't do the job especially in the 70s police sucked but <laughs> yeah that's why so many serial killers just thrive <laughs> but six weeks mm-hmm. like yeah. you can file a missing persons report after 24 hours right and if this was my kid even if they were in their 20s and they went missing i would want as many people on the cases that i could possibly have yeah you like especially think. someone who i have kids yeah so i'm like if evie or layla even when they're older and they don't even live with me, have their own families. If they went missing after 24 hours, I would report them missing. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like this is I wouldn't wait six weeks. Even if you have a private detective agency working with you, that's still not, not enough. Police can work with other departments. You can get like the state police on it. It's just a different. I mean, yeah, suspicious. I also got pretty frustrated but the long wait was likely due to Francis not wanting the situation to be publicized. Yeah, but there, I mean, he he even had to be seriously convinced to hold a press conference regarding his missing daughter. But do you want your kid to be found or do you want your name to be? Because uh, people are going to realize that Dorothy's not there. Yeah, exactly. See, that's what I didn't understand about the mother saying that she was there is eventually people are going to be suspicious no, if they don't see is, her. That is suspicious. And then she's going to look bad saying that her daughter is there. So is she there and you're hiding her or was she never there at all? And in that case, why did you lie about it? Why lie? Yeah, yeah exactly. That makes you sound sketchy. Oh, yeah. 
They offered a $1,000 reward for information leading to her return. Dorothy's father explained during the press conference that he believed that she was murdered on her way home through Central Park where there are not many officers. What the heck? Yeah, he said that in a press conference. He was like, you know what? I think my daughter was murdered walking home. Like, almost casually, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. I can't even understand. I can't even... I can't comprehend any of this, honestly. This family's on my nerves. He Rich claimed, people. <laughs> he claimed to believe that her body was thrown into the reservoir when asked by reporters if he had kept her. It sounds like he's the one who did it. Yeah, this man's come up with the perfect crime. I know. Kill her in Central Park and throw her in the reservoir. Heck, throw her in the Hudson. <laughs> I don't understand. But... Uh, reporters asked if he had kept her from seeing or being courted by men, and he became very defensive and said, quote, It is not true that I objected to her having men call at the house. I would have been glad to see her associate more with young men than she did, especially some young men of brains and position, one whose professions or business would keep him occupied. I don't approve of young men who have nothing to do. This sounds like he's calling someone out. This sounds like Dorothy might have had like a side guy who kind of sucked. And the dad was like, I wish that Dorothy would have liked someone who didn't suck and wasn't a bum. But here we are. You know what, Belle? You're a smart woman. (laughs) It was discovered. It's all those murder mysteries that I read. (laughs) It was discovered that Francis was taking shots at Dorothy's love interest, George Griscom Jr. If you would like me to be a detective for one of your cases, <laughs> um, that's my lifelong dream to be Nancy yes. Drew, even as a 25-year-old stay-at-home mom. Please let me solve your crime. <laughs> you have a missing dog? I can find it. If they have a chip, if they don't, your dog's probably got ran over. But oh. Just kidding. Um, but in all reality... Hit, Let me be hit a detective. Bell up for all of your DM me. <laughs> okay, I will help you out. <laughs> I always wanted to be Nancy Drew. Yeah, she was a cool girl. That was a little bit before my time, though. My sister read Nancy Drew a lot, but I never. I really read did. like the old Nancy. Drew Yeah, books. I think she did too. Yeah, I freaking, and now I watch the show on CW. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy it. I love Nancy Drew. Ooh, and Sherlock Holmes. Uh, very quick off-topic subject did you ever watch house of anubis on it was i was obsessed with that show it was also like creepy Uh i I don't know if i had to do with murdery stuff please i wish somebody else could remember that gravity falls vibes uh it was like real people it wasn't animated it was yeah no i've never i would love to go back and watch that show please somebody tell me that i'm not crazy and it wasn't just a fever dream George Griscom Jr. (laughs) was 42 years old and also came from a prestigious family in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. How old was, how old was Dorothy? She was born in 1885 and this was in 1920. Wait. Not math. 15, wait, two, three, 35? Was she was she 35? I don't think she was 35. Born. Do you want me? I thought she was in her 20s. To look it up? Yeah. Okay. Please. You keep talking. <laughs> I'll look it up. So, 
Uh, George spent a lot of time with his parents, sometimes traveling with them to Europe. And uh, wait, he's in his 40s and he spent a bunch of time with his parents. Oh, that is so funny. (laughs) Yes, because people were like, this guy's kind of weird. Yeah, that is weird. Being with his parents so often. Dorothy's parents obviously did not approve of the relationship, especially this dude sounds super weird. Yeah, especially when they discovered that she lied about visiting a friend and instead stayed with George. No, but she's she's in her 20s or her 30s. Yeah. So she shouldn't have to lie about it in the first place. But how old? I don't know. I'm trying to look it up. Yeah, this will. We still don't have Wi-Fi at our new office. I'm sorry. We're the Keep worst. Talking. I really should have known how old she was. I also should be able to do math. He was in Italy at the time of her disappearance, and her family contacted him there to ask if he had any information. He declined. Uh, well, he declined having any information. Sorry, he, he didn't decline like, like the contact. Not he was like talking no. to you guys. <laughs> yeah. Rude. Dorothy's brother and mother then went to Italy and confronted him face to face. What the heck? Mm-hmm. He couldn't do any. It yeah. wasn't him. I know. <laughs> but he still denied having any information of his whereabouts. He did have letters from her, however, with the last paragraph of one saying, quote, well, it has come back. McClure's has turned me down. Failure stares me in the face. All I can see is a long road with no turning. Mother will always think an accident has happened. End quote. Which is very oh. dark. Twenty five. Oh, okay, okay. She, because yeah, really? yeah. This is the time 25? of her disappearance, so she would have been eighteen. Wait, okay, nineteen ten yeah. yeah, is the 25. year of her disappearance. Nineteen. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, eighteen eighty five. Yeah, she would twenty. My age. She was. Well, she was my age. Yeah. Um. And while me and my husband do have a bit of an age difference, it's not that many years. Yeah. No. Ours is like eight, and she's still. I wish I knew a little bit more about what was, I, I mean, these people or these girls lived with their parents until they became engaged and married and then. Like, oh, like, yeah. I mean, from what I can like historically for, for the most mm-hmm. part. Yeah, that seems to be what it was. Um, And especially this was before like the Great Depression or anything like that. Right. And so, yeah, I'd say that the very old school way of things of like having coming out debutante stuff like that Mm -hmm. um was still in in the scene so if she she didn't have a job no and she was wealthy so yeah she wouldn't the fact that this man still lived with his parents yeah well i don't know if he lived he was just around them or i mean they traveled everywhere together but people kind of said that it was a little odd that he spent most of his time with his parents and i still kind of again the times were a little different back then even though she was 25 she the parents she was still their responsibility i guess and i mean they were still financed like financially compensating for her yeah so i think to a certain extent to be decent Mm -hmm. you shouldn't lie to them yeah exactly and if you're not ashamed of the situation, then I don't think she would have lied in the first place. But also, it's pretty sketchy that she went to this person's house. She stayed with them and wasn't yeah. married, especially right. back then. Exactly. Now it would be a little bit different. But yeah. back then, 
Times were a lot she different. She probably would have been called a huss. <laughs> yeah. The, the end paragraph of that little letter where she referred to McClure's and said that failure stares me in the face. She yeah. was referring to the rejection of her short story that she had submitted to McClure's that was returned. Prior to this, she had asked her father if she could move to Greenwich Village to inspire her writing, but her father declined and said that a good writer can write anywhere. Which seems rude. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's not pretty true harsh. either. She respected <laughs> She respected his response and wrote two pieces, one entitled Poinsettia Flames and the other Lotus Leaves. Why are they all about why are they all about I don't know. Some reports say that her family teased her relentlessly about her stories. How rude! I know! They're horrible! Creative people are so insecure (laughs) already. I'm sure this did not make anything better. It is unknown whether one or both stories were rejected and whether this had anything to do with her disappearance. (laughs) Okay, let's talk about writer rejection real fast here. (laughs) The woman who wrote Frankenstein was rejected like 25 times. J.K. Rowling, as a person, whatever. But she was rejected a ton of times for the first Harry Potter. <laughs> like, Frankenstein, guys. Yeah. She was rejected, mainly because she was a woman. And I guarantee you that was part of the issue here. She would put Probably. a man's name on that. Mm-hmm. Not to be like feminism, but feminism. <laughs> she would have put a man's name on that. Would have been totally different. Yeah, it's really sad. So that's Edgar Allan Poe. A man, but still, people thought he sucked for a while. (laughs) Then he got really depressed and started dating like a 12-year-old. We might talk about that at some point on the podcast. (sighs) He stresses me out. And he's been dead for like 100 years. Yeah. Now we're going to get into the theories. I don't think that this bum who lived with his parents had anything to do with it, but I mean, he was in Italy. Yeah. Well, you might change my mind. Theory number one, uh, murdered by strangers. Uh, she, you, I mean, you said she was dressed mm-hmm. and it looked like she was yes wealthy. Yes. And she was in New York. Not, not knocking New York, but. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I put a lot of thought into this. So I'm going to go into the motive, I'm ready. the evidence for, and the evidence against. Okay. Wow. I was really, Detective I really got into Miley this. I know. Here. I really got into this episode. I'm, I was Mine's going to drop out of college and become a private detective. I'm probably going to drop out of college anyway. Please. Don't tell my parents. I'm just kidding. They listen. To the, they listen. They uh, know. It's okay. They'll support me. <laughs> okay. Motive. Stealing of valuables. Mm. Uh, wrong place, wrong time, question mark. Because that does happen. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Evidence four. Uh, none really, other than her father claiming this is what happened. He said that he had evidence or reason to believe this is what happened, but never disclosed it. First off, I think her dad's super sketchy, but yeah, whatever. Ag- agreed. She was easily distinguishable, and people would know who she was and that she was wealthy, so she would be more likely to be robbed. Yeah, because I'm sure her picture was in the paper and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. People so. knew her. Yeah. There were also other girls and women who were abducted during this time, but still there's no real evidence that this is what happened to Dorothy. Evidence against. It was the middle of the day, and she was last seen on one of the busiest streets in the world where she was known and stuck out wearing these clothes. But, I mean, if she got into a taxi, 
the taxi driver saw she was wealthy. I mean, yeah. it, it wouldn't be uh, hard. Sometimes I think, and I'm like, when we say dumb stuff, do people just think that we're dumb or uh, do they just laugh at us? So I'm going to say this anyway. Were there taxis? I would say taxis, town cars, stuff like that. I would say so. Okay. I mean, it was 1910. There was cars. Yeah, there were cars. So. I just didn't know if that was a, a common thing, which if it was, I mean, New York would probably be the place the first they place. would be at. Yeah. yeah. Um, but even uh, that's a possibility. Honestly, streets are busy mm-hmm. and things. I mean, even if you do recognize, it's like what we always talk about. If we think we saw someone famous, would we really know? Like I yeah. saw someone who played for the Fighting Irish Notre Dame when I was a huge Notre Dame fan and literally told myself that is not him. Then saw he posted on Instagram and it was him and I cried. Yeah, um, yeah so, I don't think I would know famous people if I saw Exactly. Them. So it could have been, I mean, easily could have been one of those scenarios. Of yeah, that's a possibility. People think that they see her but might get her confused with someone else. And so. Yeah, that's true. And the streets are busy. They are. Uh, possibility number two, suicide, uh, oh. motive being rejection from the magazine, rejection mm. on moving to Greenwich Village and parents not approving of her boyfriend. As e- evidence for this is that the last paragraph in the letter to her boyfriend said what it did. That was yeah. a, a little dark. And also the boarding passes or papers for a ship, uh, Evidence because, well, I think I'll get into that with like the ships. So evidence against this is she bought a book the day of the disappearance, which the body was never found. Nobody saw her on any boats, although there is uh, the option for a kind of boat where people don't check in and they pay when they get off, which was common for people to like jump into the water it's december though yeah i mean if you're trying to kill yourself yeah yeah exactly yeah but it's december that water is gonna kill you yeah but that's what i mean yeah i mean that yeah that could easily be a way that she killed herself yeah so and again there were boats that did that yeah but still nobody saw her or claimed to have seen her. And she or seemed to be... reported anybody jumping right. off a boat that day or anything. Yeah. Uh, and also, she seemed to be I mean, in good spirits the day of the disappearance. Which, I mean, doesn't say that much. But nothing seemed to be wrong at all with her. My thing is that it sounded like that book was meant for her sister. Mm-hmm. And so that's what makes me think that it wasn't suicide. I mean, gra- I mean granted, you never know what kind of state someone is in right mentally yeah. that's why it's this one's a little hard. it's always a possibility you never know what what's going through someone's head and mm-hmm. with all of the rejection that she was going through like i said creative people can be very they're very insecure they're mm-hmm. very like introverted with their emotions and stuff like that so yeah i mean i, I believe i believe in the suicide theory more than i believe a random stranger killing right, her. Yeah. I would, yeah, I would agree with that. But I still think that a random stranger could have done it too. Yeah, it's a possibility. I also think her dad could have done it because he literally gave an exact unfolding of how he would have done it. 
That brings us sketchy to theory number three: <laughs> murdered by parents. Yeah. Well, <laughs> motives. That's what Belle lied it to is. them about visiting college friend. Parents didn't like her boyfriend. Possibly didn't support her writing, which doesn't. Uh, all yeah, those things like kind it. of seem insignificant. But again, this that guy was a different didn't time. even report her missing for six weeks, which yeah. Honestly, there's a lot going against the parents in this oh, situation. Yeah, for sure. So th- some evidence for this is the comment made by her father during the press conference about the boys and them not having anything to do. The whole press conference. Yeah, the, the whole, whole press thing. Conference. Him like, having to be convinced to hold a press conference about his missing daughter. His theories about how to kill <laughs> yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. Again, they waited to contact the police. Uh, he was very adamant that she was murdered on a walk home That's and thrown in weird. the reservoir, was offered help to try and locate her, but father refused. Okay, here here is the only thing in defense that I could say that could possibly closure. Mm. They could have been, he could have, that mm-hmm. is the way in which he found closure was to yeah. be like, she was murdered in the park and then thrown in the reservoir. Yeah, but couldn't you come up with something? I feel like most people i mean i guess if you're trying to find closure then you're trying to think realistically yeah but also there's going to be a, a, a certain extent of just trying to come up with something that makes sense in your grief-ridden brain yes what makes me think that this honest to god was a possibility is six weeks mm-hmm. the things he says in the press conference are weird they are very weird weird yeah the mom lying that night also weird yeah her saying that stuff to the friends who she called yes because if you're thinking in terms of trying to have a backup to clear your name Mm -hmm. calling the friends yeah, that's a good way. They could have had an oh. easy cover-up, too, because they have money. Also, if she said, don't mention this call, that's probably honestly going to make them... Mention it. Yeah. Which is why Elsie probably called, because mm-hmm. one of the friends was like, hey, have you found her? Yeah. And that's the perfect situation for her to be like, oh, yeah, we have. So then that gives them... Time. Exactly. Yeah. Even if it's just 24 hours, it gives them enough time to have an alibi. Because I'm sure that their alibi was each other. Mm -hmm. Also true. And so the only thing that makes me be be like... their word against each other technically because, I mean, she could say that she never said... I mean, the call happened, but the mother could say that she never said that she was found. I swear the friend said that she did. And also they're going to believe... A woman of higher standard mm-hmm. married to a man before they're going to believe some 20-year-old friend yeah. of Dorothy's. Right. And so the only thing that makes me be like, mm, it might not have been the parents. Like I said, was like the grief that you're going through. Also, that party. The deb- When was the debutante party? Mm, it was coming up. So that's the, only, that's the other thing that makes me think that maybe... It wasn't them because mm-hmm. that's a big event in a in a girl's life, even if, if it is their other daughter and not right. Dorothy. Yeah. Or my brain. <laughs> or this party could have been a great 
switch of the conversation around this family. So if they did it now, gosh. Yeah. Honestly, the more I say it, that makes sense. (laughs) If they would do it, if they would knock her off, basically. Mm Mm-hmm. Then by the time that her debutante party came around, Mm -hmm. that would switch the conversation because, you know, this family is going to be in the paper in conversation, especially knowing that Dorothy disappeared. Mm -hmm. By the time that Marjorie, is that yes, by the time Marjorie's debutante party came around, they could switch the narrative and talk about that instead. Yeah. And really the story about Dorothy would kind of fade in the background because people are going to come up with whatever they think happened to her. Yeah. That's a good point. And the only evidence that I have against them murdering her is that that just seemed a little extreme for them to, I mean, it's not like she did anything. But also, I mean, there could have been other stuff that we don't even know about. She could have been like a drug addict. Yeah. I don't think she was. I don't think she was. She sounded like a cool lady, honestly. I liked her. But really controlling parents, like it sounds like she had. Yeah. You never really know. Very valid points. Our next theory is that she was murdered by her boyfriend. He was in Italy. Okay. Well, (laughs) motive. Number one, she was pregnant and couldn't risk ruining his reputation. Was she pregnant? I don't know. Okay. Okay. Uh, Number two. Yeah. Number two, unknown fight, question mark. But I mean, that's uh, who knows. Okay. Evidence for this. An inmate who turned to Christianity wanted to confess his sins and claimed to have helped a rich-looking man thought to be the boyfriend move an unconscious girl into a house, was told the girl was Dorothy Arnold, was informed the next day that the girl was dead. And again, it's so hard providing this information because as far as I know, all of my sources are credible. Yeah. There's still, there's just little details in here that if they're true could really turn the case one way or the other, but it's really hard. I mean, this was years ago. That, I mean, that's where a lot of the issues are is Mm -hmm. time is against solving this case. Um, cause it did happen in 1910. And just word of mouth is another thing that makes makes true crime unsolved situations a lot harder too because people's stories get messed up, mixed up. Yeah. I guarantee you none of the people who were involved in this are still alive. Yeah, right. Um, and so there's there's that level of time. Time mm-hmm. just kind of really screws up. Yeah, it definitely stuff does. Like that. Some evidence against this is, like you said, the boyfriend was in Italy during her disappearance. And also, a house that fit the description was searched, and they found a place where concrete had been removed in a basement, just like the man had claimed. Police said that a body wouldn't fit in the space, and the owners claimed that the spot was just for gas pipes, and that's all that was found in this house. But that doesn't mean that there isn't yeah. another house that fits the description that this man gave. Exactly. It was just so weird. Like, what are the odds that this house that matched the description, there was a place where the concrete was removed. Yeah. But it wasn't big enough, and they searched it, and nothing nothing was found. And, I mean, yeah, this guy could be lying just to get 
like interest around him, but he's in jail. He's not really benefiting from it. Yeah, I don't think so. And that's not going to lessen his sentence either. Yeah, it was just... That would make his sentence worse. Yeah. I don't don't know why he would lie about it, but I mean, it's always a possibility, I guess. Yeah. So our final theory is that she had an abortion that resulted in death. The oh, motive... I, I 110% believe that this could have happened because <laughs> it happened a ton. Yeah, the motive uh, being obviously that she was the daughter of a very prestigious family and or perhaps didn't want her family to find out. And if she stayed the night with this guy? So, some evidence. She was seen with her boyfriend, unchaperoned. Also, uh, two doctors and one nurse were arrested for performing illegal abortions in Pittsburgh and one doctor claimed that the other admitted to performing an abortion on Dorothy that resulted in her death. The doctor said that she was cremated in the hospital. Evidence against this. She did not feel well while visiting her friend in Washington, D.C., and then uh, shared that she had started her monthly cycle. Uh, there was likely... You can lie. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. <laughs> but... That's an easy thing to Yeah, it's that's almost true. A, as someone who has had babies, it is easy mm. to cuz there those two symptoms are very similar. Early pregnancy and period symptoms mm-hmm. very similar. If I was going to lie, when I did lie about <laughs> being pregnant, I would just be like uh cramps. <laughs> like <laughs> like this like, on fatigue mm-hmm. you're well early on you're hungrier um i was at least and then morning sickness yeah. but this like i said the symptoms are so similar if i was gonna lie no especially knowing that you're gonna get an abortion yeah that mm, gives okay. easy backup and if you're gonna yeah. lie about like being pregnant but being like ah, i started my period mm-hmm. like yeah. The symptoms are so similar. That would be the first thing that would come into my mind to lie about it anyways. Yeah, that would be easy. Yeah. Also, there was likely not enough time that elapsed between her staying with her boyfriend and her disappearance for her to suspect that she was pregnant either. The, the time frame just didn't line up. When did she stay? Does it say when she stayed with her boyfriend? Uh, I know she went, what was it, missing on December 10th or 12th? Yeah, it would take some time for me to find exactly when that was. And it would, especially, well, if you have a missed period, it's one of those things where it's all like, you would just have to, it, it would be easy to lie about. Yeah. But those are the theories. And this is why, I mean, obviously this is such a sad case. And I don't like that she disappeared and she has not been found. Her body hasn't been found. I found my mission in life. Yeah. yeah. It was still such an interesting case because the majority of these theories are honestly likely. I mean, every (laughs) single one of them, really. Um, The only one that I don't fully believe in is is the boyfriend doing it. But still, I think it could have happened, really. Yeah. He could have technically paid, paid people. somebody to do it. I mean, he for had him. a good alibi being in Italy. He had money to pay other people for to do somebody it for him. to do it. So, 
I mean, I really any of those, literally any of those could have been a possibility. Yeah. The last one. Sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> the last one. So, well, I mean, we'll talk about this place in in a future episode. Uh, and Bobby Mackey's a botched um, abortion occurred. Oh, that's right. And so, I mean, that was a pretty common thing back then. People wanting to have an abortion and yeah. it wasn't I, available. I, and so they die. Yeah. Again, there's just so many. There's. Um... And then uh, the parent, the dad. I don't fully know if I believe that the parents did it, but th- their actions don't make them look innocent. Oh, no, absolutely not. That's my thing. Their actions don't make them seem innocent. Because in Sydney Anderson's case, mm-hmm. her parents were just these sad people yeah. who just had a good kid who I wouldn't even accuse. Like, I couldn't accuse them in any way, shape, or form. Question. What if they found out that she was pregnant and had like made her or paid for her to get an abortion and then she died while getting it? And that would kind of explain that. Hmm. I mean, yeah, that would. Because, I mean, they're a very prestigious family. Obviously, they would not want anybody to find out that that's what happened. It would be embarrassing for the whole family, like the whole family name for her to be pregnant by a man that she's not married she to. She could have gotten back from shopping that day and the burned paper mm-hmm. in the fireplace easily could have been... Now, this is all assumptions at this <laughs> yeah. point. That burned... I mean, there was burned paper in the fireplace, right? Yes, there was. Easily could have been a letter that she was sending to her boyfriend in Italy to be like, I'm pregnant. Yeah. Mm. And if the parents found it. Yeah, that's true. I mean. Uh, okay, so. I wonder if they ever found that book in their house. I don't know. I wonder if they ever did a search of the house. Mm. I really doubt it. Yeah, probably not. I, honestly, that book is answers a lot of questions yeah if they would have found that book in that house yeah then you know she would have returned home and then yeah ooh, but they might have like gotten rid of it i mean yeah. that would mm, if they had anything to do with it then they definitely would have oh yeah uh so uh she stayed with her boyfriend in september she appeared in December. Yeah, you, she would know if she was pregnant. September, October, November, December. Oh, yeah. She'd be three months, like. Yeah. Even just two months along. You get your first ultrasound at eight weeks. Back then, I don't know. But she would know if she's pregnant. That's three missed periods. Mm. Well, or looks like we solved periods. the we solved the case. No, that's three missed periods. That's November. October and possibly December. Oh, yeah, September. Yeah. She would know she was pregnant by then. Well, we've solved the case of Dorothy Arnold. We did. So uh, whenever you tell people exactly what happened to her, please give us credit. (laughs) We are uh, professional 
Investigators now. We're detectives. <laughs> but That's even if it. you, we do this every episode, but especially this one. Yeah. I love this case so much. Please tell us what you think happened to her. I'm begging you. Yeah, I would love to. I would love to hear what other people's theories might be. Yeah, if there are any with, others, because with us, I mean, we kind of bounce off of each other, right? Yeah. But if you really have any theories or questions for us, mm-hmm. um, email us. Email us at AppalachianMM at gmail dot com. That's right. DM us on Instagram and follow us at AMM Pod. That's where we give all of our updates. For we give sneak peeks of what episodes are coming up that next week. We we do everything on there. Yeah. Yep. Also, we post when new episodes come out. Well, it automatically posts for us on Facebook, which is Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries. Mm-hmm. And everything is with the little and sign, not the the word and. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AMMPod1. TikTok, we might post one. We might have posted by now. Who knows? At AMMPod. <laughs> Um, I think that's all. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes, always forget about YouTube channel. We have videos up of uh, previous episodes. Make sure you go watch those, even if you listen to them. Let us fill your home with laughter and darkness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's basically, those are the two best words to describe this podcast. Laughter and darkness. I'm over here like, ha ha ha, the dad thought that her son was murdered or whoever. Yeah. The dad was like, LOL. The dad was like, hear me out. Central Park. <laughs> then, uh, is it Italy? The Reservoir. Golden Girls. Picture this. Sicily. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It makes it even funnier that the guy was in Italy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you really can't get this uh, entertainment anywhere else <laughs> except by watching Golden Girls true um but give us 50 years that'll be us then yeah we have two more people on the couch yep there's room there is room (laughs) well thank you guys for listening like we said give us your theories we want to hear them do you agree with me and miley that we have solved the case (laughs) let us know (laughs) bye guys Bye.